this week, we're wrapping up our Heart for the Church series, and I'm joined here by Pastor Steve, uh, planting and lead pastor of Ignite. Steve, thanks for being here today, man. Yeah. Really appreciate it. It's good to be here. It's good to be on this side. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm liking this. I'm looking forward to sharing. So Good. Yeah. Glad to have you in the seat, man. Excited to hear your heart uh, for the church. Yeah. I'll just say this. As someone that gets to work with you uh, pretty closely, day-to-day basis, yeah. uh, you really have a genuine heart uh, for Christ's church. Hmm. And I appreciate that so much about you. Um, you, know, you. One thing, one of the many things you've, you've taught me is uh, the difference between a uh, dreamer and a visionary leader, a pastor, mm. is someone that's willing to have a million difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone that gets to watch you up close and work with you, um, you're willing to have those difficult conversations for the sake of the purity and uh, advancement of the mission of the church. So mm. well, thanks, thank man. You. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate Absolutely. So Steve, would you, uh, would you yeah. share with us for a moment your heart for the church? Yeah, I would say this, um, and, and this really is my heart for the church, and that is that we would all know God more. That is, that is my heart. I, I, I want all of us to know God more than what we do today, that we would grow, that we would, uh, that people who don't know Jesus would come to know Jesus, that people who know Jesus a little would come to know him a lot, and that the, and those of us that know him a lot would know him more. And so that, that we would all know God, found in the, in the, the triune Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that, yeah. we would, that we would all know him. And I remember I grew up going to church. I knew a lot about God. But it wasn't until I surrendered my life to him that I got to know him. I, got to, I, I knew his commands. I knew the stories. And you're like, but, but I, until I knew who God was and surrendered my life, and it, I didn't know why he did what he did. And once you see why he did what he did and why he does what he does and why he commands what he commands, then you start to see God's heart. God's heart for people, God's heart for his creation, God's heart for his glory, all these beautiful and wonderful things. And you start to appreciate God so much more. And so my heart is that everyone would do that. And when I, when I preach, um, Every time I preach, I want, I want people to discover a truth that they didn't know. Something, something new that you know, they're being taught for the first time. Or maybe it's a nuance of, of something about God's character that they, they may have just overlooked. And to be able to say, no, look, let's, let's take a look in this because this communicates something about who our God is. And, and I hope that every time we open the word of God together as a church that, that we would learn something new and be reminded of something precious and that we would know him more. Mm. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Um, you know, one thing you've, you've said over the years is even if you weren't a uh, vocational pastor, a professional Christian, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd, you'd still be pastoring people. I would. Yeah, I do. I believe that. I right? believe that. I could, I could work in a gas station and be pastoring people. I think that's, that's right. That's just what would happen. Yeah, that, that's your heart. Yeah. I mean, that, that's your heart. And I, and I think that's the heart of someone who's been truly transformed by the word of God. Mm. You, you've beheld God, mm. um, uh, not just intellectually, mm-hmm. right, like the, the first few years of your journey. Yeah. Um, but he really gripped your heart and changed your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, you know, your heart for the church 
that people would know God more. Mm-hmm. I mean, admittedly, that's that's a big topic. Yeah, knowing God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's a broad yeah. topic. Also, yeah. a bold claim. God mm. can be known. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Right. right. Like, how many conversations have we had that said? Uh, people are like, well, I don't know what God's like, and no one can ever know. And it's like, no, actually, you can. Yeah. You can know who God is, and then you can know him. It's amazing. He has revealed himself yes. in creation, specifically uh, in his word and in Christ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so with that, um, what are some scriptures you go to yeah. um, when it comes to knowing God more? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, as a, as a pastor, I want to be shaped by the word of God. Um, and so as I look through, I, I, I go to the Apostle Paul um, as he was a church planting pastor. So it's kind of fun. Resonate um, with him? I, yeah, I do. I, I resonate with that. So, uh, so as he, as I, I, I look at his prayers for his church. I look at his prayers for his church. And, and, and one of the things that I, I, I've seen him pray is in Ephesians uh, chapter 3. So plants the church in Ephesus. And this is his prayer uh, for the church in, in verses 17. Uh, through 19. It says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. I love, I love that, that that's like, I want, what do I want for my church? What do I want for the church that, that guys call me to pastor? I want, I want Christ to dwell in their hearts. I want everyone's heart to be a dwelling place and a home for Christ. And that he would dwell so deeply in our hearts that, that, that we would be rooted and grounded in love. Um, that I love that idea, like the soil of our life should be love. That we rooted and grounded in the love of Christ. And then it says something really interesting in, in verse 18. It says, I pray that, that everyone would have their heart strengthened um, so that they can understand how high and wide and long and deep is the love of God. That, that our hearts actually need to be like reinforced yeah. to be able to grasp that. Mm. Um, uh, I, I've heard a pastor say, it's trying to grasp the love of God is like trying to catch Niagara Falls in a Dixie cup. You know, just this idea of just like, you got to stick it under, it's just crazy, right? You, know, you need to just shred it. Yeah. Um, but, but that we would, have, um, we would have our hearts strengthened so that we would know just how deep and wide and long and high is the love of God, and that we would know that love. It says we would know it, we would know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, Mm. so that we would know something that surpasses knowledge. Mm. It's this idea of like, we can know, but then we can know, right? There's this deeper, I can't even fully explain it, you know, there's a knowledge of it, but then there's this deep experience of knowing and knowing, it's, it's, one, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'll be there for you. And it's another thing to show up at your door at two in the morning, right? When, when things have gone bad. There's a knowing and then there's a knowing. And he says, I want everyone to know the love of Christ and just know how deep and light and long and deep the love of God. It's, just, it's, it's, it's this beautiful prayer that everyone would know that. And so that's really, you know, my heart for the church was really birthed out of the scripture that, that says, this is, this is what, uh, this is what, Pastors should pray for their churches. Yeah, it's, it's the, the prayer of faith, really. I mean, you know, faith begins with knowing 
mm-hmm. right? The, the person whom you trust, but it, it has to go further than that. Mm-hmm. It has to develop a conviction, a confidence, and then ultimately a trust. You, you, you take steps, you, you walk with the Lord, you experientially yeah. Yeah. Uh, start to act from that knowledge and that conviction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's sure. what, what Paul would be praying there, that yeah. we would know God not just intellectually, but it would lead us to act and trust and walk with him. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. And, and so, and, and I love that idea of like being root, that, that being rooted and grounded, right? Yep. So this, this shapes our, our worship as we, as we sing his praises, as we, um, as we uh, ascribe him glory and we, we worship, um, but to be rooted and grounded. I, I love that imagery and it, it reminds me also of, of Psalm 1. Mm-hmm. And Psalm 1 talks about um, the person who delights themselves in the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's the one who, who, doesn't, who doesn't delight in wickedness and walking away. It's, it's the person who goes, I really want to know God and I really find him enjoyable. I want to delight in him. I want to delight in his commands. And it says, if you, if you have this heart that's, that, that goes toward, towards God, right, that we give our lives to him and say, um, it says that as we get to know God, that, that our lives become like a tree planted beside streams of water. And it says that in Psalm 1, it says that the imagery is that we are trees planted beside water and that we will bear our fruit in season and that our leaves won't wither. Um, and, and the amazing thing about trees being planted besides water is, is that regardless of the other conditions around, whether there be a drought even, there's a water source, right? There's this right. strength and sustaining ability that even when things around the tree are difficult, it will still bear fruit and its, and its leaves won't wither. It won't, it won't grow faint. You know, it won't, it won't dry up and die. Um, and I, I think about as we get to know God and we're rooted and grounded in his love and that our hearts become a dwelling place for God, that we become these trees that are planted beside streams of water, living water. Um, and I, I've had the opportunity um, over this time during COVID and, and social distancing and all these kinds of things that are happening in the world, I, 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 um, I've had a chance to reach out to people, to, to text, to call, to Zoom, uh, you know, all these different ways of communication that we have. And um, what I'm finding is, is that there are people who are leaning into Christ. They're going, I'm pressing into Jesus. I'm, I'm seeing this in the word. I'm, I'm spending time in his word. I'm spending time in prayer. I'm reaching out to my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm, I'm being encouraged. And they're, they're rooted and grounded in love. And even though we can't meet together the way that we are used to, even though there's so many things going on, um, things are happening in their life. They're still bearing fruit. Why? Because they're connected to Jesus. They're, they're delighting in Jesus. And because their hearts are a dwelling place for him, that they will even bear fruit even when, when their circumstances are difficult. Right. And they are difficult. I mean, we're not minimizing the fact that, that people are going through very difficult things. And some people in our church are really going through hard things. And yet in the middle of it, they're going, and God is good. And I'm still bearing fruit of patience and joy and mercy. Even in the middle of all of this, I have a peace that passes understanding, even though things are, are really challenging right now. So it's amazing to see what happens when we know God more. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, you, 
you made the comment, the observation that the ones who are really doing well are those that are leaning into Christ in this season. It reminds me of John 15, some of Jesus' last words before his crucifixion to his disciples. What does he say? He says, abide in me, for mm-hmm. apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. This idea of abiding. Um, uh, Jesus is our stream of living water. We grow our roots in deep uh, so that we can uh, bear fruit and ultimately know the Father yeah. uh, in Christ. Yeah, that's really good. Um, what are some practical ways um, that you know God more? Mm-hmm. What are some ways that God has given his people? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you could say it that way yeah. to know yeah. him. Yeah, I think that's a great way of saying it because we don't want to define that's, that's how right. we get to know him. That's he right. defines how we get to know him. And, and so um, I would say the, the, big, uh, the big three um, is through the spirit of God, the word of God, and the people of God. And they all work together, right? And so the Spirit of God, God gives us his Holy Spirit. And so God will, uh, when we become followers of Jesus, we submit our lives to him. He gives us his Spirit. It, I know, it's amazing, right? That's God, amazing. Dwells, like, God dwells here, you know, amongst yeah, us yeah. and in yeah, us. And, and so like wherever we go, like we, we can be reminded of scriptures. He, he calls us back to remember the things that some of the things that the, the spirit does for us, convicts us of sin, mm. um, comforts us, leads us and guides us, tells us what to say. And in the middle of that, you, you, you start to know God. You're like, oh man, because the heartbeat of God is within you. Right. And, and so that's just amazing. There's the spirit of God. Incredible. Um, uh, the word of God, that God gives us his word, that, that he shares with us, and not only what he's doing, but why he's doing it. Um, and even when we don't know why he's doing certain things, we know who he is because we know his character. And so we can trust the character of God even when we don't see the activity of God, right? And so, and we don't understand why, but God's ways are higher and better than ours. We know that because he's told us so, mm-hmm. right? And so we can, we can, uh, go to his word and, and, and learn more about God. And through his people, like the people of God are such a gift. I, I've been taught how to read the Bible by a Christian. Yeah. A follower of Jesus taught me how to read the Bible. Uh, pastors have taught me how to study the Bible. Mentors have taught me how to get into the Bible. Uh, people have taught me how to pray. People have taught me how to live this life out. People have been there to listen to me when I have my questions. People have, have been able to give sound biblical advice to me when I've been in difficult spots. And so the people of God are, are, are really vital. As we gather together and we get to um, lean on one another and have people pray for us and bear our burdens and do those kinds of things. Like we get to know God and, and then we get to go, uh, like Chase, does it, does it ever dawn on you that you and I are gonna spend eternity together? Hmm. Like, like we're right. gonna worship Jesus together forever yeah. and we're gonna be able to stand shoulder to and go, isn't God amazing? Yeah. Like you and I get to do that along with everybody else who's given right. their life to Jesus. Hmm. Um, that we're here together now, but we will be with him uh, together for forever. And it's just an amazing, a beautiful, wonderful truth. And so, so the big three, spirit of God, word of God, people of God, for sure. Um, um, uh, other, other things that we get to see, uh, we get to know God, we get to know God through our circumstances. Um, informed by the word and by the spirit, yep. reminded by the people, right? But our circumstances suddenly, um, suddenly change and, and just, we discover new truth mm-hmm. about God. Like, I remember 
knowing that God was a father and then I became a father. Sure. And then you're like, oh, this is different. Sure. You know, like this is amazing. Um, you know, or, or um, going through trial and hardship, going through times of blessing, mm-hmm. times when I've just like looked at nature and, and seen his handiwork and just like just be amazed by it. Right. Um, so through our own circumstances, we get to know uh, God a little bit more. And, and one of the ways, honestly, that I've found to, to see God at work is through obedience. Mm-hmm. Through small steps of obedience going, God, what are you calling me to do? And if it's to go make disciples of all nations, then how do I do that? How do I start a relationship with a friend? How do I, how do I, how do I have doors open for me so that I can share my faith with my neighbors? Um, and to say, my heart is, God, I want to tell people about you. Um, um, and sometimes it's awkward, yeah. but what I find is that God's with me and I get to see all these different things through it. And so I would say spirit of God, word of God, people of God, right. Through our own life circumstances That's and good. through obedience. Those are, those are mm-hmm. some huge ways that I know how to, how to know God more. Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about obedience. That, that's key. You know, we, uh, we often ask God, what's next for me? What's next for me? Well, one thing we can do, even if we're not certain about what's next, is, well, what has God already told me to do? Yeah. Am I doing that? Yeah. Right? Am, am I doing that faithfully? Am I obeying him faithfully? Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Commission, uh, the, the call of the church in the New Testament, start there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's really good. Um, and thank, thanks for sharing your heart. Yeah, Steve, absolutely. I yeah. really appreciate that. Would you yeah. wrap up uh, in prayer yeah, uh, for us? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Um, God, thank you uh, for this time. And Lord, I pray that even during this, that we, each of us, would know God more, that we would know you more accurately, that we would appreciate you more fully, and God, that our hearts would be your dwelling place, and that we'd be rooted and grounded in love. And God, that you would strengthen us so that we're able to comprehend how long and wide and high and deep is the love of God. And God, that we would know you and know your love that even would surpass knowledge. And God, that you would be glorified in us as we are satisfied in you. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Steve.